Welcome back to Legalize Vaping, a podcast by Legalize Vaping Australia. I'm Emilio Garcia, and I'm here with Brian Marlowe, who heads the entire organization. How are you, Brian? Good day, good day. Uh, good day. Not that great, actually, because vaping is, as per usual, under attack. And recently, it was under attack by probably one of the worst organizations to have ever been created in the world. The World Health Organization, so <laughs> which is really just terrible. Uh, so, can you tell us a little I, bit I about this? Just, it was... I can't think of anything like in recent history that it's been like, oh, you know, it's good. The, good thing we had the World Health, World Health Organization. Like, yeah, they basically played a cover game for China when it came to the, for the CCP when it came to coronavirus. Yeah, uh, they staunchly opposed vaping despite all of the evidence mm-hmm. that shows. Yeah, all the benefits mm-hmm. uh, on other issues you know in, in like some African nations they've uh, basically tried to appease dictators and like oh, yeah. warlords in order to not offend them uh, and like run like education campaigns around like white bacon is bad for you <laughs> as opposed to like you know that's really probably the people. worst thing yeah well yeah to, them yeah. covering up for you know an oppressive regime that helped start a pandemic is one thing but running a campaign against bacon, that's, yeah, that's, that's really it, it should, something it else. Should teach, it should tell you everything, <laughs> everything, everything you, you need know. to know about everyone at the World Health Organization is mm-hmm. they don't like bacon. And vaping. And they don't like vaping. Therefore, they're, just, they're not nice Evil. people. <laughs> well, yeah. So on World No Tobacco Day, they went after vaping as well. Yes. Which is like, okay, if it's World No Tobacco Day, you're attacking the most effective way to end tobacco well, use. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Like, World No Tobacco Day, when it started, mm. was for a good cause. It's like, hey, get off tobacco. Yeah. Right? Which is literally what 50 million vapors worldwide have done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't fit in with what the World Health Organization wants. So right. they feel the need to lash out at it and label it as a tobacco product. And, you know, we've been over this numerous times. It's not a tobacco product. It doesn't have tobacco in it. Right. Um, even, like, the, the heated tobacco products that do will... They're still less harmful, so Correct. who cares? Yeah. Um, it's just... They don't seem to grasp the concept that even if you're... Let's say that you're somewhat uncertain and we don't have, like, longitudinal studies because the, the use of vaping, you know, is relatively new in the span of Yeah, of we don't history. have, say, like, a 30-year study, mm-hmm. but we do know that it doesn't create the same right. uh, chemicals. But we do know that it's at least somewhat less harmful. I mean, the studies show it's at least 95% less harmful. Yes. Let's say it was 30% less harmful. Isn't that still a net win? Like, this is yeah. it's one of the arguments that, that you get from anti-vapors. They go, well, uh-huh. I don't believe that it's 95% less harmful. It's like, okay, let's say it's 10% less harmful. It's Isn't 1% that... less harmful. Like, yeah, you know what? Let's go to the extreme. Yeah, it's 1% less harmful. Doesn't, like, isn't that already an argument as to why people should access it? It's like... Positive. Yeah, it's, it's still a net positive, right? Right. Uh, so basically, the World Health Organization is uh, full of crap, and we should listen to little of what they say. Uh, speaking of, I mean, this kind of kind of ties in. Seventy thousand smokers in England apparently are quitting every single year using vaping. Yeah, see, so those numbers are actually quite surprising because when we started this campaign out, it's a talking talking point we've used for a while, and now uh, it tells me two things: one, we're wrong. Uh, but two, we're wrong in a good way in that we were initially saying that vaping was helping 20,000 people in the UK quit per year. Right. Uh, so we're almost four times yeah. wrong. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> we sorry. That sorry. Wrong. We're, we're, we're wrong. Uh, it's actually much better. Yes. Well, maybe that'd be a media release. Mm. Legalized vaping would like it to apologize for misleading claim. 
That, that, that'll open. That'll open oh. some. That'll open some. Uh, All right, let's do that. After yes. this podcast, I'll put together a little a little claim about that. It's yeah, a great a idea. Media release. Bearing false witness, but with a with a good <laughs> with a good yeah, purpose. Yeah. Turns out we were wrong by a magnitude of almost four. Uh, vaping is significant. It's much better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we apologise to everyone we've misled. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, but I mean, I think New Zealand is seeing some good results as well. Uh, American vapers also are having yep. huge success quitting smoking using vaping. Uh, I, I don't see exactly where, and this I'm kind of getting off topic here, but. I think this is a very relevant topic uh, where the idea that vaping can help people start smoking comes into play. So it's something basically called a gateway theory, right? And they say, well, if people start vaping, that can do one of two things. It can normalize kind of the uh, process of putting something in your mouth, inhaling, and then blowing out something that looks kind of smoky. And two, it can get people into nicotine. That, and then they'll say, oh, you know what else has nicotine? Cigarettes. So yeah. I'll start doing that. Are we seeing any of that? Because we're seeing only in the UK, 70,000 people go from smoking to vaping. Are we seeing severe numbers of people? Se- like, are we seeing 70,000 people go from vaping to smoking? Are we seeing seven? I mean, I don't, I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but that's my point. Like, it's... Yeah, like, the argument for Gateway is that it's a ramp onto smoking. It's like, well, mm. then why are all these people going the other way? Right? Correct. Uh, it just... It just it just doesn't stand to reason. And, and excluding Australia, you're going to, you, you are using a product that doesn't kill you and, you know, can taste quite nice mm-hmm. uh, and you can enjoy it and you can get a different vape that's in a different style that you right. like. Yeah. And then someone goes, hey, uh, Toots, uh, <laughs> why don't you sit out over here and try one of these camel cigarettes? And they taste it and they go, oh. this, Kind of tastes like bushfires and death. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Well, yeah. I mean, look, it may taste like bushfires, toots, and it may kill you, <laughs> but thankfully, it's really expensive. Oh, no brainer. Oh, no brainer. You had it throws you, out. Yeah, yes, yeah, throws out delicious vape. Uh, yeah. Okay. Done. Start smoking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, you, you had me. You had me at like inhaling murder. <laughs> I'm. I'm in. Let's go. Exactly. Well, and. That kind of leads us to the point that it's just like our constant struggle with the health authorities here in Australia, yes. which is everywhere else, vaping, uh, smoking rates going down. Yeah. Most of the developed world, people are smoking less. Yeah. In Australia, stagnating. The, the, the smoking rates just are not really going down. Yeah, well, they're shifting, in, they're shifting in, in areas that are statistically, statistically irrelevant. Mm. Uh, so, like, there's just statistical noise each year, and they go, oh, there's a quarter of a percent movement here. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but that's for... Um, there's numerous reasons. Sure. And, like, I, I understand that, for example, plain packaging, what, the one demographic that it's effective for is rich people, people with a lot of money. They, they, they will stop smoking. Yeah, although, although, so maybe that'll, although it also, yeah. without getting too too deep into the yeah. world of plain packaging because it's kind of boring, mm. one interesting factoid is it actually all, all it really seems to have done is, let's say you went to your tobacconist and you mm. used to buy a pack of, I don't know, Marlboros yeah. because you just like the design. Mm. Uh, well, you didn't actually stop smoking. Plain packaging came in and then you're looking at products that all yeah. look the same. So instead of paying, instead of buying, say, I don't know, a 20 pack of Marlboros, yeah. you ended up just buying for roughly the same price a 25 pack of another exactly uh, producer's cheaper cigarettes. Mm. So your cigarette consumption went up. Right. And that's what happened with the general population. That's why there was a study out that said 
it seems plain packaging has encouraged uh, more smoking. The former because, the former health minister for France yeah. basically came out and said plain packaging uh, has the opposite effect. Right. With everyone except people who are a little bit more affluent, yeah. which is not where the crisis of smoking Correct. is uh, concentrated anyway. Uh, so Correct. A lot of these health authorities tend to be quite affluent, surprisingly enough. Oh, my God. Um, you mean bureaucrats are wealthy and out of touch? You get out, <laughs> shock, of, get out of this shock, studio. Shock, shock How horror. dare you? Shock horror. <laughs> Um, let's get let's get to uh, what's happened to the TGA really quick because we're running out of time if we want to play some of the interview that we did mm-hmm. uh, a little bit later on. But um, the TGA, once again, surprisingly, has done but, something. Yeah, again, it, it, you know, the TGA, it's like another, like, it, can I elect the TGA? Uh, the people that work there, like, mm. do, who are they? Do I get to have a say in... You know how they go about their jobs. No. Oh, if just, they do something they, wrong, do we have a recourse to get rid of? Yeah, them? like if they do something wrong, or if they, or if they just, yeah, factually wrong about something, what recourse do we have to actually stop that? No. Um, they're just faceless, nameless bureaucrats that mm. basically, with the stroke of a pen, get to uh, dictate how your life, you know, exists. Yeah. Uh, and effectively, what they've done is there was an application. It was made by a tobacco company to have their. Uh, it's like a, it's it's like a heated. Yeah. Heat, heated tobacco product. A heat not burn is what they call it, correct? Yeah. yeah. And effectively, that's what it does. It heats a tobacco product. It doesn't burn it. So you don't get the carcinogens in the tar. Mm. It's less harmful than smoking. I don't know to what the f- what exact amount. Yeah. Uh, but it's less harmful than smoking. Mm. Uh, and they were basically saying that that should be legalized. Uh, our argument was, yep, sure, you should legalize that. But you should also legalize all harm-reduced alternatives, yeah. including vaping and snus and you know everything else. Mm-hmm. Um and the TGA basically just did an interim uh, decision uh, and went, ah, no, we're just not going to do it. And they made arguments. There was a, there was an argument in, in in the response along the lines of, of them basically saying that comparing these products to traditional cigarettes is irrelevant. It's like, well, what do you want? Like, well, they said something like it's too like the scope is too small, right? Comparing it only to cigarettes, it's like yes. Oh, but if you compare it to drinking water and eating goji berries. Yeah, but that's oh, all that's way that's, more. They're like, yeah, they're like, look, it's too it's too narrow to compare yeah. a smoking harm reduced alternative to smoking. Yeah. It's like, well, do you want me to repair it to fucking Vita gummies? Exactly. Yeah, it, this heat not burn yes. is worse for you than Vita. Yes, C. I'm happy. I'm happy to. I'm happy to admit that vaping is probably not better than Vita gummies. Yes. So, like, if you're out there having Vita gummies to fight off coronavirus, <laughs> maybe don't switch to vaping. But like, I wouldn't understand how you could even attempt to make that switch, but you know. No, I just want just that, say I that, want that on the public record, which is legalized vaping does not endorse vaping over Vita gummies. But like you know, this is the thing though. It's like yeah. what? So I can't, I can't compare something that mimics the act of smoking and mm-hmm. doesn't fucking kill you. Yeah. With smoking, right? What are, you, what are you talking the about? The thing that was invented to reduce the harm of this product can't be compared to the harm that this product does. Yeah, what are you talking That's about? That's too narrow. We need to compare it to oxygen, rest, <laughs> Compare uh, it to happy love. thoughts. <laughs> compare it to the concept of, like, parental guidance. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, just... We, we, could, we could riff on this for, for ages, but we won't because otherwise we... Why not? Finish. Okay. <laughs> um, we could go on this for hours, but I do want to play a little bit of the uh, the interview that we uh, did uh, last week. So we're going to do that. And uh, Brian, I guess I'll see you next week. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next week.
think a lot of people, especially here in uh, in Sydney, New South Wales, will know about Everest Vape. But for those who don't, do you want to tell us a little bit about your business? Uh, sure, Ken, mate. We are a vape shop located in Western Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, we pretty much cover the area down that way. Um, spread the word uh, that vaping is safe and that vaping mm-hmm. can help you quit. Um, and yeah, mate, just uh, trying to get as many smokers into the store as possible, to be honest. Yeah, so, so, so you're based out in Western Sydney. Um, you know, when you look at like the demographics of smokers, they tend to be working class people. Uh, when you actually then overlay, and this is, this is getting a bit nerd tier here, but when you overlay like uh, maps of like uh, cancer hotspots, it always correlates with where there's higher smoking rates, naturally. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, that sort of lands out in Western Sydney and a lot of the more working class areas. Do, do, you, do you find, uh, you know, with the customer base that comes in through your shop, um, can, you, can you sort of tell us a bit about their backgrounds? Uh, I know that with a lot of shops, you know, you've got people that have been smoking for 20, 30 years, have tried quitting through other methods, uh, and then they come through vaping either by accident or because someone's put them onto it. True, yes. Um, well, I mean, at the start, 80% of our business was tradies, truck drivers, mm. couriers. Uh, you know, the, the working class, I was uh, in construction myself for over 15 years, but as of late, um, we're, we're getting all walks of life. Um, you know, oldies, um, tradies, uh, everyone, mate, which is good, you know. It, it seems like a lot more, not just a certain demographic, it looks like a lot right. more people uh, are noticing that the, the, the benefits of vaping mm-hmm. and they want to come and learn about it. Yeah, that's great. And um, obviously here at the uh, at uh, Legalized Vaping, we, we want to get this into the hands of as many uh, smokers as possible. But it's hard because it's, it's really heavily regulated in Australia, as I'm sure anyone who either vapes or sell vapes will be able to tell you. So one of the questions that I had for you is, just how has it been for you trying to navigate all of these regulations that... Uh, that Australia has in place. So, like, how have you adapted your business to be able to work in this regulatory environment? Oh, mate, high blood pressure and <laughs> that's just how stressful it is. Um, mm. It costs money, it takes time. It's it's forever changing. You, you need to stay on your toes. Um, I mean, we have a good relationship with our with our health guy. He's just doing his job, but mm. it's just such a grey area. No one knows exactly what's happening, how we're going to govern it, and it's a different state to state. And mate, there is differences, um, district to district. I mean, right. we've gone through through all sorts of things to to uh, keep the. How can I put it? To, to, to keep the marketing side of vaping for our customers that come in store, um, we've we, we had to jump through so many hoops, mate, to, so they have the best experience in store. Let's say that.